0: hello and welcome to the lazy book club podcast the book club for those who don't want to read or leave the house my name is matt gonzalez
1: 99 luft balloons david cox is eating spoons it's david Cox. Oh. <laughs> I, I <tried laughs> and
2: i'm josh matheson eating um, spoons that sounds you know, I painful the spot. Mm. Hey.
1: that's why that's i know i couldn't be a battle rapper
0: It would come out weird, yeah. That's the sort of thing you'd come up with, yeah. You'd never be on the eighth mile or whatever it (laughs) is. Arms arms sweaty,
1: knees bent, you've gone to sweaty Betty.
0: (laughs) 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 Oh dear. We are looking at chapter 19 this week of Treasure Island, which is narrative resumed by Jim Hawkins, The Garrison in the Stockade. So Back I don't know if gym. people remember last week. Yeah, we Fine had paper. the chapter finished with Jim shouting, Doctor, Doctor, and then jumping over the garrison wall and walking in. So I'm guessing he's going to start filling everybody in with what's happening on the island and about Gun as well, because obviously he's met ben Billy Gunn, Gunn and the others haven't yet. So um, I think the other main thing that happened last week was, was it Tom who died? Yes, Tom. Red Ruth. Red Ruth, yeah. He- yeah, he unfortunately got shot from the bushes wow, wow. and uh, ended up Ooh, perishing. Can we,
1: can we try and guess? Like, because obviously, and I generally don't, I don't remember because obviously I think they kill off sort of subsidiary characters. We should try and
0: guess who's going to be next. Oh, kind of like the who done it. Mm. Yeah, mm. Yeah. I don't know who's... I don't know if any of our main characters are going to die next like, or if one of the pirates is going to. That's the thing. You've got to try and work it. Okay, we'll do that at the end of the chapter. I, Let's I have might a chapter
1: have to, might have of... to um, remind myself of some of the sort of ensemble.
0: Oh, there's so many people in this book. Yeah. I can't remember
1: half of them. Well, It's, it's definitely no, the hardest book in terms of remembering...
0: Character like choices.
1: Did we start mm. writing it down?
0: I have. No, I've no, got no, a well, Word document here <laughs> on the desktop now because <laughs> I realise that the we... Most-
2: Organised, we've ever been. It is. But listeners probably
1: imagine that that's what you would do, but no. Up until no, this, point, this Josh, is the Josh, first ever. time we've done we've
2: it. We've never done it. No, Two years of recording.
1: <laughs> <laughs> again i did not think they realize that sometimes we literally have to go back and stop for five minutes and like yeah. listen to an episode to be like oh yeah he was a scottish mouse uh ah, uh, uh, yeah because he said the thing about um oh uh, yeah Peter. with the thing the oh room. yeah
0: why why didn't i remember i that? know i know i know we're the most disorganized podcast probably out there but never mind
2: secrets revealed
0: yeah so I've got a picture for the chapter title as well. I'm going to put that up yes. when I go to Josh. Here we go. There
2: we go. Looks like they're
1: getting they're getting more vague, aren't they? Yeah,
2: yeah. well
0: this Jim seems to be Jim. yeah, I guessing that. Just say it looks like. Yeah, I think that I don't think that's is that his hand or is that a palm tree? Because it looks really bad. It looks like he's got ent hands. Oh, yeah. If it is a if it is but his think hand.
2: think about the last time he cut his finger Oh,
1: they are bad, aren't they? Yeah. And Jim, Jim's kind of—I think that's Jim's—just sort of his ha- holding his hand out like when people inspect their nails to see if they, uh,
0: yeah, <laughs> they've just had a fresh
1: man. <laughs> and up, up in the middle at the top—is it? It looks like an explosion,
0: or is it a hole? I, I don't, I don't I know. Don't know. It, the illustrator's what? not very good. It could literally just be grass. Who knows? Who knows? It's—they're uh-huh. not the best. They're really not very. Can we get someone to colour them in for us?
1: Can we get a,
0: a list. <laughs> <laughs> We have seen some in color. It might give us more idea of what we're actually looking at, but never mind. Mm. This is this doesn't really work over audio, so we should probably move on.
1: <laughs> well, yes, you've sir. got to subscribe to Patreon and then you can see it. Uh, Sorry, <laughs> fair enough. If you want, if you want nice things, you've got to pay for it. Thank you. That's what that's what I've been told. <laughs> I've stopped asking nicely now. <laughs>
2: oh, <yeah. laughs> it was getting firm. Yeah. Yes. Righto. Chapter nineteen. Narrative resumed by Jim Hawkins, the garrison in the stockade. As soon as Ben Gunn saw the colours, he came to a halt, stopped me by the arm, and sat down. Right. Now I've been thinking about this because I don't know if we remember, but it's Ben Rod Gunn Stewart. was Rod Stewart. Yeah. And yeah, it was such it was such a, a mental, physical, and vocal challenge for me um so i'm just gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna what am i gonna do like talk it just imagine talk give it. it just give just it, a rock, roll, yeah, give give it, it a rock and roll give it a rock and
0: roll husk voice yeah I nearly and, died and, last time. yeah yeah and yeah, you can and, keep you can keep the rock star attitude as well let's just pretend that this guy's like not really be, you know how like pop stars are just detached from reality because gotcha. they're They almost sound drunk all the time. They're just like, yeah, yeah exactly. Like, yeah. Like, so you can give him that kind of like air of arrogance that only comes from not existing within reality.
2: Gotcha. I- I'll work that in. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Please do. Mm. It's an attitude. It is. <laughs> it's a lifestyle. <laughs> Babes, it's a lifestyle.
2: <laughs> now, said he, there's your friends, sure enough. Far more likely it's the mutineers, I answered. That, he cried. Why, in a place like this, where nobody puts in but gentlemen of fortune, silver would fly the Jolly Roger. You don't make no doubt of that. No, that's your friends. There's been blows too, and I reckon your friends has had the best of it. And here they are ashore in the old stockade, as was made years and years ago by Flint, ah he was the man to have a headpiece was flint barring rum his match were never seen he were afraid and none not he only silver silver was that genteel
0: well there you go at least we found out who made the garrison now because we were kind of sitting there going oh so what there's just a whole town we've we shot them in a street yeah. and
1: we did posit that though didn't we like people if there's people been there for like a long time you're going to eventually just go have built something. Got something also yeah. something to do
0: it obviously shows that flint made a big investment on this island not literally by depositing all of his treasure there but also by fortifying a position there as well yeah so who maybe he was planning on doing a bit of a richard branson and retiring in a caribbean island and owning it <laughs> maybe that's maybe what his plan was space program
2: He said he was going to start the first pirate space programme This is probably the
0: Victorian version of a tax evader A pirate, (laughs) isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) The first
2: ever offshore accounts Yeah, Yeah, exactly (laughs) Well, said I That may be so, and so be it All the reason that I should hurry on and join my friends Nay, mate, returned Ben Not you. You're a good boy, or I'm mistook, but you're only a boy, all told. Now Ben Gunn is fly. Rum wouldn't bring me there, where you're going. Not rum wouldn't, till I see you're born gentleman and gets it on his word of honour. And you won't forget my words. A precious sight, that's what you'll say. A precious sight, more confidence, and then nips him and he pinched me the third time with the same air of cleverness. "'And when Ben Gunn is wanted, you know where to find him, Jim. "'Just where you found him today, "'and him that comes is to have a white thing in his hand, "'and he's to come alone. "'Oh, and you'll say this, Ben Gunn, says you, has reasons of his own.' "'Well,' said I, "'I I believe I understand,' "'You have something to propose, and you wish to see the squire or the doctor, "'and you're to be found where I found you, is that all?' "'And when,' says you,' he added. "'Why, from about noon observation to about six bells.' "'Good,' said I. "'And now may I go?' "'You won't forget,' he inquired anxiously. "'Precious sight and reasons of its own,' says you. Reasons of his own, that's the mainstay, as between man and man. Well then, still holding me, I reckon you can go, Jim. And Jim, if you was to see Silver, you wouldn't go for the sell, Ben Gunn. Wild horses wouldn't draw it from you, no, says you. And if them pirates camp ashore, Jim, what would you say? But there'd be widders in the morning. Here he was interrupted by a loud report and a cannonball came tearing through the trees and pitched in the sand not a hundred yards from where we two were talking. The next moment each of us had taken to his heels in a different direction. Ben Gunn's gone all the way to the garrison
0: and he's almost like wimped out a little bit and gone, well, I don't want to go in there unless I've got somebody's word that they're not going to do anything bad to me. So he's like, I'm going to go back to where you found me. Tell them to come to me with a white handkerchief in their hand and i'll talk to them there yeah i thought i mean it's understandable when you've you've had a crew kind of mutiny against you already because obviously he's been marooned on this island by people who were considered his friends before Mm. you're not exactly gonna walk straight into a whole thing of strangers with much confidence when people you know have double-crossed you just because yeah. a
1: 12 year old's gone, oh, these people.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, like, they're good, they're With all, all respect him,
0: <laughs> the 12th, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Very, very naive. Could be three. Likely. Yeah, he it could true. be
1: three years old. He <laughs> could, time... could have made the author's voice a, a toddler's voice. That would have been fantastic.
0: <laughs> in this time, honestly, some of the boys who were going out to see were
2: like eight, seven, mm-hmm. and eight. Wow. Like, just insane. Well, at least a three-year-old would make sense for someone who could legitimately fit inside an apple barrel. <laughs>
0: does
1: that mean <laughs> in those true. days you, you have to do, like... Because obviously if you started work at eight, mean you have to do, like, work experience when you're in reception. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we, we got you a placement at a construction firm. Oh, that's good.
0: Just a little kid with, like, a high-vis that comes down to their ankles.
1: Yeah.
2: A hard hat that covers their eyes. Brilliant. For a good hour to come, frequent reports shook the island... And balls kept crashing through the woods. I moved from hiding place to hiding place, always pursued, or so it seemed to me, by these terrifying missiles. But towards the end of the bombardment, though still I durst not venture in the direction of the stockade where the balls fell oftenest, I had begun, in a manner, to pluck up my heart again, and after a long detour to the east, crept down among the shoreside trees. The sun had just set. The sea breeze was rustling and tumbling in the woods and ruffling the grey surface of the anchorage. The tide, too, was far out, and great tracts of sand lay uncovered. The air, after the heat of the day, chilled me through my jacket. The Hispaniola still lay where she had anchored, but sure enough, there was the Jolly Roger, the black flag of piracy, Flying from her peak. Even as I looked, there came another red flash and another report that sent the echoes clattering, and one more round shot whistled through the air. It was the last of the cannonade. I lay for some time watching the bustle which succeeded the attack. Men were demolishing something with axes on the beach near the stockade. The poor jolly boat, I afterwards discovered. Away, near the mouth of the river, a great fire was glowing among the trees. And between that point and the ship, one of the gigs kept coming and going. The men whom I had seen so gloomy, shouting at the oars like children. But there was a sound in their voices which suggested rum. Mm, At length, they're wasted.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is pretty terrifying. I mean, I'm not being funny, like walking down... A high street on a Friday night when everyone's getting turfed out of the bars and there's loads of drunk people is like scary enough. Imagine like being a young boy on a desert island, no law and order, and a load of men stumbling around with pistols and knives, like drunk. Yeah. You, you kind of get why Jim's like, Yeah, I'm staying away. I'm going to stay in my little hiding
2: place and not go near these people. He's literally like one of the little 11 year olds in the Hunger Games. Just like, yeah. I'll just hide in a bush. And yeah. The yeah. Well, it's essentially
0: what's happening here, isn't it? All law and order's just disintegrated. So they've broken up the little lifeboat that they've ridden, that they they sailed in. And flying the Jolly Roger from the ship, I mean, I don't... I mean, I know there's like a whole thing of flag etiquette at sea, but it seems to be a bit... Excited, do you know what I mean? Like even the one in the stockade as well. It's like, why bother? I don't. I don't there, really understand. There's
2: some, There's something about flags. People love flying a flag, getting somewhere. First thing they do, flag in the ground. I don't really yeah. understand. It. No, well, I sure. don't either. Maybe I'm just not patriotic enough. Yeah. I was pretty far down on the low, sandy spit that encloses the anchorage to the east, and is joined at half-water to Skeleton Island, and now, as I rose to my feet, I saw some distance further down the spit, and rising from among low bushes, an isolated rock, pretty high and peculiarly white in colour. It occurred to me that this might be the white rock of which Ben Gunn had spoken, and that some day or other a boat might be wanted. And I should know where to look for one. Then I skirted among the woods until I had regained the rear, or shoreward side, of the stockade, and was soon warmly welcomed by the faithful party. I had soon told my story, and began to look about me. The log house was made of unsquared trunks of pine, roof, walls, and floor. The latter stood in several places as much as a foot or a foot and a half above the surface of the sand. There was a porch at the door, and under this porch the little spring welled up into an artificial basin of a rather odd kind, no other than a great ship's kettle of iron, with the bottom knocked out and sunk to her bearings, as the captain said, among the sand. Little had been left besides the framework of the house, but in one corner there was a stone slab laid down by way of hearth, and an old rusty iron bucket to contain the fire. The slopes of the knoll and all the inside of the stockade had been cleared of timber to build the house, and we could see by the stumps what a fine and lofty grove had been destroyed. Most of the soil had been washed away or buried in drift after the removal of the trees. Only where the streamlet ran down from the kettle a thick bed of moss and some ferns and little creeping bushes were still green among the sand. Very close around the stockade, too close for defence, they said, the wood still flourished, high and dense. All of fir on the land side, but towards the sea with a large admixture of live oaks. The cold evening breeze of which I have spoken whistled through every chink of the rude building and sprinkled the floor with a continual rain of fine sand. There was sand in our eyes, sand in our teeth, sand in our suppers, sand dancing in the spring at the bottom of the kettle, and for all the world like porridge beginning to boil. Our chimney was a square hole in the roof. It was but a little part of the smoke that found its way out and the rest eddied about the house and kept us coughing and piping <laughs> the eye. This hut sounds horrible. So, yeah, it's not yeah, great, it's, is
1: it? It's not very well ventilated, so they're just burning stuff and just coughing. Yeah. Mm. And
2: where
0: is this sand coming from? Just from the breeze? Is the breeze is just blowing sand straight. Is it because there's, like... Holes in the side of the building. Surely, it's
2: not difficult to like get some palm leaves and just keep it a little bit like you know yeah. waterproof
0: or sandproof.
2: Well, normally when you
0: build like these log huts, these old ones, they slot all the logs together and then don't they push mm. like mud. earth and moss and mud, mud. stuff in the in yeah. the gaps yeah, like to like mud. seal yeah. it? Don't you like you yeah, don't it's just good leave insulation. it
2: insulation as well when it's Grout. cold?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like the Maybe these well, these pirates obviously aren't very good at building things. Good at stealing things, not so good at building things. Mm. I
1: suppose they don't normally intend to stick around too long. The whole thing is surprise people, nick their stuff and then go away. Sail off your port and spend
2: it, yeah. Add to this that Grey, the new man, had his face tied up in a bandage for a cut he had got in breaking away from the mutineers and that poor old Tom Redruth, still unburied, lay along the wall. Stiff and oh, stung under the Union Jack And there's a corpse in there Just to mm. add yep. a little bit of extra colour And smell probably Close. If we had been allowed to sit idle We should all have fallen into the blues But Captain Smollett was never a man for that All hands were called up before him And he divided us into watches The Doctor and Grey and I for one The Squire, Hunter and Joyce upon the other Tired though we all were, two were sent out for firewood, two more were set to dig a grave for Redruth. The doctor was named Cook. I was put sentry at the door and the captain himself went from one to another, keeping up our spirits and <laughs> lending a hand wherever I was. it was wanted.
0: I love that the captain's like, and I... Delegate myself job of helicopter manager man who just walks around telling everybody what to do and not to do any I of the work myself. I shall wander yeah.
1: with a clipboard.
0: Yes. Uh,
1: yeah, I was going to say, out of nowhere he's found a clipboard. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> I he's rescued
0: from uh,
1: falling in the sea.
0: I just no, no, that, no, like, no, looking I at this. This <laughs> the watches, he's the only person who hasn't been given a watch as well. Yeah. So he's the only person who gets to sleep the whole night, even though he's not doing any work during the day either.
2: From time to time the doctor came to the door for a little air and to rest his eyes, which were almost smoked out of his head, and whenever he did so he had a word for me. "That man Smollett," he said once, "is a better man than I am, and when I say that it means a deal, Jim." Another time he came and was silent for a while; then he put his head on one side and looked at me. "Is this Ben Gunn a man?" He asked. Well, I do not know, sir, said I. I'm not very sure whether he's sane. If there's any doubt about the matter, he is, returned the doctor. A man who has been three years biting his nails on a desert island, Jim, can't expect to appear as sane as you or me. It doesn't lie in human nature. Was it cheese you said he had a fancy for? <laughs> uh, yes, sir, cheese. I answered, well, Jim, says he, just see the good that comes of being dainty in your food. You've seen my snuff box, haven't you? And you never saw me take snuff. The reason being that in my snuff box, I carry a piece of Parmesan cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Cheese made in Italy, very nutritious. (laughs) Well, that's that's for Ben Gunn. Oh, my goodness. He's got parmesan it. in his snuffbox. So funny! He's
1: got a grater. I hope he's got a little grater. Yeah. Like Could you imagine like a, waiter, a little weight
2: but... grater? Could yeah. you like emergency
0: like, and cheese like a
1: giant grind, Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> emergency cheese rations. Can we just <laughs> appreciate that, is, that? That is such a Wallace and Gromit move. It is, isn't it? <laughs> the thing is, I completely <laughs> get it because, as I said, like the oh, one yeah. thing I missed when I was travelling was cheese. It's one of the one things I missed. So I kind of like, but I just love that normally you'd think if someone would just kept going, if someone was stuck on a desert island and you met them and you're trying to determine if they're sane and all they went on about is cheese, you'd probably think that's a no, they're not sane. (laughs) Here, In the doctor almost taken that as a thing of, he is sane because he's wanting cheese and only a sane person would want cheese because it's amazing. Of all the things
2: you <laughs> crave, he's gone for yeah. the right one.
0: <laughs> exactly. He's like, well, he's, he's, he's like wanting, you know, sophisticated food, so therefore he must be sane. If he was wanting something really base, like, I don't know, stew or apples, maybe they'd be like, you can't be trusted. Yeah, because but, what kind of person it, you, would crave it, that?
2: The, the finer things in life, yeah. Yeah, exactly. If he, if, I reckon if he was going on about flat whites as well, I think he'd also uh, be, uh, <laughs> yeah. be, a, be a sane
0: man. I, I love that, Yeah, you know, a snuff box. He's had a snuff box this entire time with a piece of parmesan in
2: it. A little bit of parmesan. I hope it hasn't gone uh, off. No, no, no. I'll,
1: I'll, I'll, I'll save it till we're really screwed.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now. It's like everyone else Like would
0: carry you know, a cyanide pill or something like that. Like, that's his cyanide pill. This is like, well, if I'm going out, I'm going cheese. out on a high. <laughs> yeah. With my cheese under my tongue.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Before supper was eaten, we buried old Tom in the sand and stood round him for a while bareheaded in the breeze. A good deal of firewood had been got in, but not enough for the captain's fancy. And he shook his head over it and told us we must get back to this tomorrow rather livelier. Then when we had eaten our pork and each had a good stiff glass of brandy grog, the three chiefs got together in a corner to discuss our prospects. Oh, there's a little picture here on mine. Mm. You have got a little picture? Yeah. The burial of old Tom in the sand. Mm. It doesn't look like they're buried. Oh, this must
0: be pre-burial because you can see the flag and his feet. And the hole. Oh, yeah, there's the hole. Yeah. Okay, cool. I was thinking like they just done like a dobby and just kind of mounded the sand over (laughs) it rather than actually digging a hole.
2: They've planted a dead body very close to the back door, though.
0: Yeah, it is very close. I'd
2: want to go a bit further away if I were there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, if, if, if all they'd done is just actually covered the body with sand and you were on the wood collecting team, you'd be like, hole diggers, what have you been doing all day? If that's all all you've managed to do, like a hole that's like this deep, <laughs> to bury somebody
2: in, you'd definitely feel like they were slacking. It appears they were at their wits end what to do, the stores being so low that we must have starved into surrender long before help came. But our best hope, it was decided, was to kill off the buccaneers until they either hauled down their flag or ran away with the Hispaniola.
0: <laughs> oh, David it's got, one.
2: <laughs> got one. From nineteen they were already reduced to fifteen. Two others were wounded, at one at least, the man shot beside the gun, severely wounded, if he were not dead. Every time we had a crack at them, we were to take it, saving our own lives with the extremest care, and besides that, we had two able allies: rum and the climate. <laughs> so wait, As hang the on. First, they're
0: basically expecting the rum and the heat to kill off some of the pirates. Well, yeah, because I suppose well, they're probably saying that what well, well, they, they haven't got shells on the
2: island. or inebriate them to the point where they you know, yeah, like, no, that's target. true,
0: very true. I mean, if they are running around already hammered, as Jim discovered, then they might be slightly easier to pick off. Sure,
1: I think a lot of it just seeing it as like a little mini break. They're like They're it lads or on or tour that. holiday. It's a stag do yeah, essentially. As <laughs> it turns out. A to load be of people in, in
2: pirate costumes as getting long drunk. The <laughs> as for the first. Though we were about half a mile away, we could hear them roaring and singing late into the night. And as for the second, the doctor staked his wig that camped where they were in the marsh and unprovided with remedies. The half of them would be on their backs before a week. So, he added, if we're not all shot down first, they'll be glad to be packing in the schooner. It's always a ship, and they can get to buccaneering again, I suppose... First ship that ever I lost, said Captain Smollett. I was dead tired, as you may fancy, and when I got to sleep, which was not until after a great deal of tossing, I slept like a log of wood. The rest had long been up and had already breakfasted and increased the pile of firewood by about half as much again when I was wakened by a bustle and the sound of voices. Flag of truce! I heard someone say, and then immediately after, with a cry of surprise, Silver himself! And at that, up I jumped, and rubbing my eyes, ran to a loophole in the wall. End of chapter.
1: I don't think that's going to be... uh...
2: Silver! Truth,
1: truth, Truthful. I don't think it's going to surrender somehow.
0: (laughs) No, you think it's a trick? Surely not a truce.
1: 100%.
0: But I suppose...
1: Yeah. Silver
0: probably knows that they don't have the rations to survive very long. So Mm -hmm. maybe he's kind of going to do a trade of like, you know, give me the treasure map, I'll give you the ship, or, or I'll give you the rations, or do you know what I mean? Like maybe... Maybe he's going to try and do something like that. Or maybe he's just literally going to threaten them like, give us everything and we'll let you come on the ship and take you back to
2: England and not kill you. Um, Yeah, they are are still wildly outnumbered like 15. Well, yeah, I'd say
0: the pirates are definitely in the better position because while they don't have the treasure map, they do have a means off the island to go and get supplies and get home. So they're definitely in the better position, even though the goodies are in a fortified position and have shelter and fresh water. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know where this is going. I'm trying to work out what Silver's long plan here is.
1: I reckon he heard about the parmesan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can he's got have a bowl of treasure. pasta and he's like, "Can I Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can I get some please. shavings? My carbonara is incomplete, please. <laughs> <laughs> I got pork, I got pasta, I don't have any cheese. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's like, oh it's, not parmesan, it's not parmesan. It's just hard cheese from Sainsbury's.
2: Yeah,
0: basically, it's not the par- same. It's not the same. It's not the same. Giano de <laughs> Ricano. Yeah. <laughs> or hard cheese? No, absolutely hard cheese
2: from Sainsbury's. <laughs>
0: Boo. Abomination. So it's an even week, isn't it? So it's me first.
2: <gasps> yes, please. Know, please, can you tell me, or indeed. Guess what the next chapter's go. So Silver's coming to talk to the stockade.
0: <laughs>
2: I'm going to go the with like
0: bridge. the proposal
2: or like the deal. Okay, good. So the first one sounds like a rom-com, but the second one sounds <laughs> It does. It sounds like John Silver's going to
0: get down on his knee and like propose to... The doctor, or something. I've <laughs>
1: always admired you,
0: <laughs> Captain. You've modern. got a nice hat, wig, <laughs> head, hair,
1: <laughs> booty.
2: It's your booty I've been after <laughs> this whole time.
1: <laughs> your booty, delicious. Oh dear. Go on, David. I think it's going to include the word Long John Silver in there.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: Long John Silver has a
2: has a has an idea yes sure good
1: I know it won't be that but you never know
2: just as vague as it needs to be Um, well if we were to to be giving out any points a sliver would go in the direction of David because chapter 20's title is Silver's Embassy Uh,
1: oh we were never going to get that a
2: slither of silver
0: a slither
1: of silver in the embassy wait so embassy in that context what does it mean because obviously we we think it's a yeah.
2: building consort. i go maybe to the maybe, maybe he wants to turn the shack
0: into the first
2: ever pirate embassy
0: a deputation a mission. or mission sent by oh. one ruler of or state to another So it's it's also like similar to an envoy, a representative, a delegate, an emissary. Yeah.
1: Oh, so he's been sent as the ambassador.
0: So he's, yes, our ambassador of the pirates.
1: So it's
2: not like his plan.
0: Silver's embassy. No, so it's Silver's entourage, Silver's delegation team. With a
2: little tootie horn, probably.
0: Yes, exactly. (laughs) Okay, so it's interesting, we'll find out... We'll find out next week what he's proposing then mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: to the guys. I'm hoping yeah, that he, at some point we start actually trying to find the treasure because I know seems to have just it's been just left on the wayside. It's like in the it? title yeah. of the book and the treasure seems to play a very low-ranking part in this story so far. Do
1: you know what I'd love if you find out the island's like the size of Madagascar and they've only yeah. explored like this little bit. Yeah, I head, it's like this little... I can a, a bit of coastline and then a bit inland with a bit of open heathland, some of the trees. So they might have done like a few square miles,
0: perhaps. I'm I, just. I don't know. Really worried that it's gonna be the treasure was friendship all along or something like that. Like the treasure was in their hearts the whole time. It's gonna be like some really rubbish. Like
2: the treasure was a moral. lifetime supply of Sainsbury's hard cheese. Yeah, it's gonna be. One, it's,
0: it's gonna be one of those ones with like you know, um, Kung Fu Panda, where they unroll the scroll and it's like you know a mirror or whatever, and Long John's like. <laughs> Oh my goodness, it's me. I was the treasure. (laughs) Treasure. Uh, Treasure.
1: It's going to be a bit of Driftwood with an inspirational quote on it.
0: That's it, it's going to be live, laugh, love, definitely. You have (laughs) the
1: same 24 hours as Beyonce. (laughs) Exactly that.
0: Well, if you've got any thoughts or opinions on what's written on the Driftwood, you can contact us on thelazybookclub at gmail.com.
1: Or if you'd like to tell us how far away from your current dwelling you'd like to bury a body tell us in feet. <laughs> <laughs> at lazy book club can you imagine if people start to like get interested in the pod and like that's what they start to <laughs> that's yeah. the
2: first one that they want to engage with yeah
1: yeah could my child listen to this
2: yeah um uh, yeah. usually yeah. yeah yeah
1: usually yeah
2: And please do use the photographic social media platform to send us a picture of what you'd sneak into your snuff box on Instagram, (laughs) at (laughs) (laughs) lasybooktubpod.
1: Don't call in, because we
2: don't have one.
0: (laughs) We're also on Patreon, where for the small fee of $3 a month, you get an extra episode and access to the videos. Otherwise, we will see you next week for Chapter 20, Silver's Embassy. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye.
2: All right.